magical place we could go. So close your eyes and make a wish for the skies with the angriest, flappiest birds and the seas with ridiculous fish. The Dutch Arcade Show is here again. This week's episode of the Touch Arcade Show is sponsored by Tiny Touch Tales and their new release, Card Crawl Adventure. Hey guys, what is up? And welcome to the Touch Arcade Show, episode number 537. Uh, we are back. We missed last week. Eli was, was out of Chicago? town. He had to go to Chicago. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't mind road trips. Like, you know, particularly like how expensive... Um, flights have gotten now right like yeah. flights are crazy right. um so i was like you know what we'll just drive it's no big deal um yeah. but man doing a whole day drive to spend two days somewhere and then a whole day drive back mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. was intense mm-hmm. i was yeah but so are you is it like more exciting though because you get to drive your fancy car oh i mean you know it's it's just i mean basically just this fancy cruise control you know so that makes it nicer yeah. <laughs> but it still doesn't i mean you still like the thing is uh, the way that Tesla kind of markets their cruise controls autopilot, I feel like is fairly misleading because like mm-hmm. you still need to pay attention. Like, you know, it's basically just laser guided cruise control plus yeah, um, like a lane keep assist thing. That's it, you know? And like, it does dumb stuff. So you have to watch it. You, know, you can't just like take a nap or whatever. So it's like, it's like, instead of paying a hundred percent attention, you're paying like, <laughs> I don't know, like 75% attention, maybe. Yeah. Which, yeah. But still, it's just like the time sink sucks where it's like, God, you know, right. Spent two days to be somewhere, two days. Yeah. That's but annoying. Whatever. We we saw some friends of ours that have um have kids uh that mm-hmm. were COVID babies. Oh. Um and it's kind of interesting. Um, you know, going out you know, cause, cause now kids are being able to be vaccinated and stuff like that. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of interesting, mm-hmm. uh, going out with kids that really haven't had exposure to things like restaurants ever. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Um, which is like, yeah, I feel like, uh, when, I don't know. when you have like a puppy or something like that, it's like really important the first couple of years to like socialize them and stuff, mm-hmm. take them to right. places, take them to dog parks and take them out to restaurants and stuff like that. Otherwise they will be weirdos. And my parents got a dog their dog died and they were super bummed about it. And they were like, we're not getting another dog for two years or whatever. It lasted five days before they started, <laughs> you know, found a puppy uh, breeding place near them and whatever. And, um, but they got this new dog, like literally as they started like a major home and backyard renovation where they put mm-hmm. in a pool, they landscaped the whole. Life. So it was like inside and out was like chaos at their house. And the, they had a backyard that the dog couldn't go out in because there's like a giant pool being dug and all this stuff. And then they ended up having to move out for a bit and live in like a little hotel place for a while. It was just like the worst mixture of like new puppy, like oh, yeah. getting them used to things, you know what I mean? Because they couldn't go out anywhere. It was just like chaos. And uh, yeah, that dog is not <laughs> well behaved. Yeah, I mean, it's weird, but I was kind of thinking <laughs> the same thing about, I mean, you know, as someone doesn't have kids or whatever, I was like thinking like, oh man, this is going to be so crazy because like we put a lot of effort into, you know, like socializing our dogs and getting them mm-hmm. into kind of like that, you know, even if they're peeing in the house or whatever, you still get them in that like yeah. extreme routine of like, okay, we're going outside. 
yeah you know yeah, at a yeah. very strict interval and this is where you go yeah. and like all that stuff you know which has paid off obviously huge dividends yeah there's two no there was no dogs. routine with this dog at all it yeah. was like a big but just mess, kind of so kind of interesting like how you know we have like an entire generation of kids now that like uh freak out around like just normal sort of restaurant mayhem you know like yeah um i don't know like like we were sitting kind of like near the kitchen there's a lot of people walking back and forth there's a large yeah. party near us that was making noise and it was just like too much mm-hmm. you know and i was yeah. like damn this is crazy because this is like pre-covid just normal normal yeah. stuff that a kid would be yeah. exposed to that now is like why are we in this scary loud noisy place yeah. you know i wonder uh if it would be even worse for kids that are like three or four, like can understand a little bit more, I guess if you were born during COVID, you spent a lot of that time being a baby, the stuff you'll never remember, but like like being young enough to like sort of remember what's going on and remember that like there was this big thing and couldn't leave the house for a long time and masks and all that stuff. Yeah. has got to be kind of weird. Yeah. I don't know. The whole thing was just, just strange. You know? And again, this is someone that, I mean, like, you know, we don't have kids, all the people we hang out with down here in Tennessee are older and don't, you know, their kids are adults. So they're cool to hang out with and stuff. This is the first time I've like yeah. spent extended amounts of time with like a baby and a toddler yeah. after like in a you know post COVID world or whatever you want to you know, right. describe right. what we're in. You know, what was crazy though, uh, not to rabbit hole down this too much, but like, I had no idea what the YouTube algorithm was capable of for kids content. Oh, like yeah. <laughs> um, the uh so this kid loves this thing called numbers band on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Uh so you can find it by searching for numbers band and like 400 dash or 300 to 400 or something like that. That might uh, be the uh thing that our little guy likes and then band. uh so, so the account name is suyash brightness that's s-u-y-a-s-h brightness is the channel and it's like algorithmically generated like trash oh. with like a kid dancing in the corner to like mm-hmm. clips this of royalty free music he likes. <laughs> it's just like like unbelievable because you know I, mean, I was a kid i was like i watched you know sesame street and all that stuff and they're uh-huh. like yeah he already seen that now he's on he's on this i don't know shuts him up and yeah. he likes the the blinking dog. like to me it was like it reminded me of like uh i kept comparing it to like the winter soldier like activation code that this kid is yeah. watching you know there's just well, gonna be like before, a series uh... of numbers he's gonna activate <laughs> well there was that big drama with youtube a few years ago where it was like there was these kids shows and i don't know if it was happening accidentally because they were being like generated or whatever but there was like all this messed up stuff being slipped into these kids shows it was yeah, like stab like, your parents while they're sleeping and you know, whatever. elsa pees on spider-man yeah, and stuff. Like, yeah right. all this crazy stuff and youtube had to do a big crackdown that's why there's like all these strict regulations around like what's kid, what kid content is and stuff but yeah um it's definitely i was just amazed that was different like, than the stuff i watched i kid. know i was like man this kid has access to i mean you know uh, uh, you know netflix and hulu and uh, you know, all that i'm mm-hmm. sure they have a bunch of others too but so you know there's an endless pool of really good content yeah. and we're watching yeah. uh a screen recorded android capture <laughs> with watermarks from free capture app of <laughs> so weird weird like number yeah. thing with some weird Indian kid dancing Creepy. in a third of the screen. Like it's just like, mm-hmm. but you turn it on, it's like, it's like zombie. The, best the kids in like ever. zombie yeah. mode. You're just like, oh, yeah. The numbers are on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
I think the most annoying show uh, that our toddler watches is Morphle. It's this show about this little girl that has this morphine alien that just turns into anything. And it's just like so bad. It's I, I didn't think it was real at first. It's sort of like one of those things where you're like, this is a parody of something. Yeah. But no, it's it's a real show. And it's like I get that kids shows don't have to have like really strong like storylines and stuff like that but it's just so dumb because morphle can just turn into literally anything at all and so you know any situation that happens it's like hey turn into this tractor we'll move that stuff or turn into an airplane we'll fly away or whatever and it's like ah it's just so stupid it's so bad yeah i feel dumber after watching it but i just didn't like you you i guess you discover these like corners of youtube that are just like a result of like the kid just picking the next thumbnail looks interesting until you've hit like absolute yeah. rock bottom of yeah yeah that really were i we when we let him watch tv we watch we pick what he's watching and thankfully he like latches onto one show at a time and just wants to watch it over and over and over and yeah. whatever but i'd feel scared just letting him loose on youtube where you can just click on anything yeah i don't know but it's anyway, coming that, someday that was my weekend anyway. you know a fun fun wedding hanging out with kids being like oh so this is what parenting is like in 2022 that's interesting <laughs> and uh getting extremely into no man's sky mm, have you played mm-hmm. this game at all so this is a PC i did play it a little bit game. on the deck you playing so, it on the deck yeah and like so uh, uh, this is like one of those games where i remember when it first got announced in like 2015 or earlier than that maybe 13, even earlier maybe? yeah yeah um and like everyone this is like one of those games that i think everyone like just data banked is like this is a pile of shit because like mm-hmm. they I remembered it as them making these like Peter Molyneux tier promises of like every this this game will have infinite planets and every single planet will be different and every planet will have this unique wildlife and everything else and then like um, it launches and like there's there's there was a meme video that went around for a while like the the game Mm -hmm. as it was portrayed at E3 and then yeah how it actually was with the uh, the person playing like the bad uh jurassic park on the recorder music you know (laughs) that that i'm sure everyone would remember if they looked it up but um yeah but the thing is now like i don't know six seven years into development of this game like it is crazy how much there is to do in it it's like as promised and then some yeah i mean it took a long time to get there yeah you know i was just thinking like like this was like such a good example of like why i specifically do not like playing stuff that's in steam early access right because like mm-hmm. if i would have played this game in you know 2015 or whenever it came out mm-hmm. i would be like man this fucking sucks like i'm i'm over this you know yeah and probably would never have gone came back. back to it because there's you know yeah. so much other stuff to play but like now that you're getting into the like games like this like late in their life cycle it's like holy cow like i this yeah. game doesn't have walls you can just do whatever you want and like mm-hmm. Yeah, it just figures it out, and there's so many, yeah. like, so much content and everything else that I've been really impressed by it. So it runs good yeah. on Steam Deck too. So I thought it was cool, except I had no idea what I was doing, and I didn't really have the patience to like learn. Well, so I but, guess uh, that's like one of the more recent things that they've done is like, so there's like a real, uh, like, uh, tutorial, but not quite as tutorial like quest drip, where it's like you're mm. you're doing like all the things mm-hmm. that like you know by the like so I'm kind of at the point I've been playing it for about a week now. I'm kind mm-hmm. of at the point where it feels like they've taken the training wheels off, but like I understand okay. like how everything works yeah. and 
Yeah. Stuff, which I definitely cool. did not where it was like, I'm on it. I had the atmosphere is this and these plants do that. And like this, I mean, everything yeah. has bits of information attached to it where I was just like, what am I supposed to be doing? I just run around a planet I thought was cool enough and explore, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is a valid way to play that game, I think. But it did kind of bother me where I was like, I wish I knew more what I was doing. It's kind of like when you first start Minecraft and it's mm-hmm. like, oh, you don't have that. If you don't have that get go of like, hey, build a shelter, spend a night, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, you're going to feel kind of lost. So, but I do want, I want to go back to, it. I haven't played it since like March when I had the first Steam Deck. So, yeah, it probably runs a lot better on the Steam Deck now, too. Yeah. I, I mean, no complaints. You know, like I just run yeah. it at the 40 hertz setting and it's really good. Yeah. It doesn't, doesn't kill the battery. And I don't know. Really, That's... really neat. I have, uh... oh, excuse me. I have uh, actually, I have Steam Deck talk, but I just remembered we got an email. So I'm going to read that email because oh. we got it two weeks ago since we did not record last week. Uh, this email comes from Ray and he says, gaming as a dad. Hey, Jared and Eli. So I traded in my OG V1 switch for an OLED last month. And now I am playing the switch more than ever. As a dad of two kids, four and seven, I just don't have the time to play games like I used to. Jared, I envy your ability to still be able to play both console and mobile games while balancing dad life. Currently, I'm working my way through my backlog, so even though the Switch is not the most powerful, I think it will have enough games to keep me occupied for a while. Currently, I'm playing Hades. I know I'm late to the game. Really good. Uh, I thought about Steam Deck, but figured I would get more use out of a Series S since I can play my Game Pass games on my iPad. Thanks for keeping the show going, and I still love the banter. So thank you, Ray, for emailing in. I would say I don't find the time to play games as much as it might seem. (laughs) A lot of mobile games, obviously, because that's the day job thing. But um, that's where stuff like the Steam Deck is just amazing to me because it's like, oh, I can I I brought all I brought like my Xbox and my Switch dock and all that stuff and my TV when we moved out in December and hooked it all up and got it all going. And I think I've turned my Xbox on like maybe three times mm-hmm. since then. And um, it's just still too hard because there's always kids around or if the kids are asleep, it's in the room with no door right next to where the TV is. It's like there's never really an opportune time. And so the Steam Deck and same thing for the Switch, um, I can go sit on the couch and play that as late as I want or whatever. And so I actually have time to play things that way i can't really jump on the tv and play much anymore which is kind of a bummer because i went through all that hassle last summer to get an xbox yeah just to like it kind of just sits there right now and i have game pass and uh i feel like i haven't really utilized that to but its can, fullest either so you can set that up on um i i've been meaning to do it i just haven't yeah to yet. like setting up the uh microsoft edge browser but i've seen a few different guides yeah. where you can on the steam deck you can install the edge browser and then add it do to the cloud gaming add it to steam and like there's like some command line parameters when you launch it that you launch it like yeah. into, i think it's called kiosk mode where mm-hmm. and then you know it can change the uh, icon and stuff so like effectively in steam once you do a little noodling around you can have it so it's just like an it's icon just a for Xbox. cloud gaming app yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then when you hit it it loads uh edge to the right url for like the mm-hmm. uh, cloud launcher stuff and you're good to go yeah um because some friends of mine have, have said like you know for anything that's not like a really fast-paced shooter like that's great you know it works fine yeah yeah, yeah. i mean i could probably uh make more of an effort to do that on my phone too but um yeah i actually 
that was one of the things I was going to talk about with Steam Decking is that um, the last few days I've been into downloading random things and adding them to Steam and having them in oh, my yeah. Steam library and <clears throat> getting them all proper or whatever. But I've just been like blown away by the stuff that just works. That doesn't I know. seem like it's it like magic. Work. So it really is. It like really magic. is. I, I had tried this back in the day and I missed the step of where, you know, you add a, a Windows game to Steam um, and then you have to go in and force it to use the compatibility layer or whatever. You like check the box. And I had missed that. And so I tried a bunch of times to get things to work. And I'm like, a lot of these things don't work. Um, and some of them would work. And I think it was probably because they were like Linux builds from itch or GOG or whatever. So yeah. um, I, uh, it finally clicked on like how to actually do it. So now I've been going nuts, but I, the one game I've been missing is Rayman Redemption. Have you ever heard of that? It's like a fan remake of the original no. Rayman. And um, it's so good. It's like the original Rayman, it's like a hard game to go back to. Like in the mid nineties, it was yeah, pretty amazing. I think any of those <laughs> early 3d games are real hard to get well, back the, into. The original Rayman is a 2d side-scrolling game. It's like uh for dreamcast, right? It was, it was a disc <clears> no, that was Rayman game, 2. Okay. I don't know. I... Rayman 2 went 3d and was like, actually Rayman 2 is a fantastic game too. But um, the original Rayman was like a 2d side-scrolling platformer. And um. I remember I being one of the very few Atari Jaguar owners back then um, oh. was like so gassed because it was going to be a Jaguar exclusive game, yeah. which it was for like, I think a few months or something like that. It eventually came out on everything else. But, um, but yeah, that's it, trying to go back and play that game. Now it's just like very unfair and very difficult, like a lot of really unfair difficulty points. In I mean, the that's game how just a like, lot of those platformers were though. Right. Back in the day. I mean, like, yeah. remember how, um, <clears throat> And even the ones that were like pitch at kids, like I remember like Disney's Aladdin having some, uh, yeah, I, that was one of my favorite Sega platformers for whatever reason, but it was hard. I mean, like, yeah, a lot of those games, I feel like difficulty is such a weird thing nowadays because we're so used to like having options or, you know, having continues or save points yeah, or, you yeah, know, whatever. Yeah. And it's like, and it's not like I haven't beat my head against a super hard game a million times in a row to, to get past a certain point or whatever, like as a kid. That was like a fun thing to do. Like, let's spend all day and like beat Contra or beat Battletoads yeah, yeah, yeah. or whatever. Even if it well, takes also a million you had tries. Like five games. So if like you yeah, didn't you, want to play you Contra, it's like, all right, am I going to go outside? No. For, yeah. So I, I remember loving Rayman when it was original and I had it on the Jaguar as one of the like five games I owned for that. And, um, but never beat it or anything like that. And so I've come, I've tried to go back to it a few times over the years and just, it's always just like, God, this game is just not fun right i want to like it way more than i do and so this guy set out to like kind of fix that and so it's called rayman redemption and um it's so largely it the same as the original patch, game or is it like a no 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 it's thing. its own thing he he built it it's on game jolt um and uh it just had a lot of really good quality of life stuff built in and then also like different um different like difficulty option type things so you can have like unlimited lives or you know whatever can you to explain make... to me how it is that game jolt is able to exist because like i got mm -mm. turned on to this i can't i think yesterday or the day before when i linked you that sonic game because like someone yeah uh redid oh. the game gear sonic game with 16-bit uh, what the fuck was that called <laughs> triple triple trouble or yeah something like sonic uh triple yeah, yeah i was gonna talk about that game next because i put that on the steam deck too and it's oh my god it's like, so I, good i don't understand how it's like some aspects of this kind of stuff it's like mm -hmm. they get instantly 
like mm-hmm. DMCA'd into the Stone Age. And it's like, mm-hmm. oh, this cool thing that I heard about that people are talking about just like has been scrubbed from the internet. Yeah. And then yeah. you have stuff like this and like the Sonic game where it's just like apparently fine and no one cares and you can just download <sighs> it. And I don't know. I think it's like, I guess there's different levels of, and I guess it depends on the company because they're not charging for these things, right? They're totally free. They're very much labeled as fan games. They're very much labeled as we don't own any of this stuff, but still at the same time, they're using all the assets think, and stuff. You think and that you shouldn't be able to use, they're like calling Sonic it Rayman, and, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Rayman uses, does use like the same assets. It's not like he redrew it or anything as far as I know. So I don't know, except that I guess these sorts of things can sort of fly under the radar and aren't a big enough I, deal I for anybody to, to worry about. I don't believe that. But either, I also though, think because... someone like Ubisoft could just have a, a million lawyers who could just shoot an email at a person just to get something taken down. So yeah. I don't know. I there's I've seen things happen too, where it's like that can backfire and people can hate on a company because they're like, what, you know, that happens to Sega all the time. There's been a ton of yeah. Sonic fan games that have been taken down. And people are like, screw you, Sega. Like, why are yeah, you doing it's a, that? It's an odd dynamic because like they've been taken down and then you have like the Christian Whitehead stuff where it's like the best Sonic games with Sega being like, hey, let's mm-hmm. make this fan-made game official. Well, so you know? that Triple Trouble 16-bit version is like Christian Whitehead level. Good. Oh, yeah. Like, it's so good. I was like, oh, my God, what is going on? There's so many options, just like the the way the menus work and stuff like that. It just seems like a fully baked product because well, dude, the other thing about game Joel is like, there's a lot of half finished like ideas of games yeah. that people have tried to do and never finished or whatever. And there's a lot of like janky stuff like, Oh, look, it's like uh Sonic versus Dragon Ball Z or you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's like... Where they basically just swap the Sprite of Knuckles for like Goku <laughs> yeah. or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> so you get like tons of stuff like that. So to come across a game that's like, oh my God, I would have paid $30 for this game. Like, what the hell? Well, dude, um, the just the launch trailer of this is like better than what I've seen really Sega put out. I mean, like it's like it's like you found some VHS tape in your basement that had yeah. a commercial for this game on it. It's so yeah. good, it's unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was totally blown away. And that has been around for a couple of years, it looked like, too. So, like, I had never heard of it until you linked it. So that actually oh, got man. me got on the rabbit hole of seeing if I could get Rayman to work. And then um, another game I liked on Game Jolt was um, uh, TMNT Rescue Palooza. And it's like a fan-made... It's not a remake of Turtles the Arcade Game or anything like that, but it's sort of like a uh, amalgamation of like a bunch of the Ninja Turtles beat 'em ups all in one. Oh, with this like looks a really cool! Zillion too. characters and stuff like that. It's really, really well done, and um, that one's free and that works fine on the Steam Deck. It's a open bore game, which is four like player a, um, local co op. Holy shit! Yeah, yeah, it's super good. Um, and that guy actually has a bunch of games. If you click on his name, you can. He has a bunch of games that are really good. But um, he's also remaking um, the Fall of the Foot Clan, which was the Ninja Turtles on the first Ninja Turtles Game Boy game, which I have a lot of really fond memories of because that was one of my favorite Game Boy games as a kid. And uh, he's only done like, I think, the first couple levels of that because it's still just in demo status. I don't know if it'll ever get finished. Like so confusing to me because like this whole thing with TMNT Rescue Palooza, I mean, like the dude makes no attempt to hide his Patreon. I mean, he's like telling everyone like, hey, if you like this, like give me money. I don't know, man. I don't know how it all works. I don't know how it all 
exists. I'm happy that it does. I don't. This this is this is wild though. Mm-hmm. Huh. But um, yeah, that um, uh, all that stuff uh, worked flawlessly. I was really surprised just to have it just work. Um, there's some goofing around you have to do <clears throat> with the rescue palooza because it uses open bore, which is like a <clears throat> it's like a streets of rage beat 'em up engine that a lot of people use to make games. And um it initially only has like keyboard support. And oh, so if you yeah. fire up the game, it doesn't know you have a controller attached and, and you can't pull up the keyboard or anything like that. So you actually get kind of stuck. And so what I had to end up doing is before you launch the game, go into the um, settings in Steam and change the, um, I just changed the controller inputs of like the D-pad instead of being the actual D-pad buttons, change it to the up, down, left, right arrow buttons of the keyboard. And then I changed um, the face buttons to be the WASD. And um, I think I, uh, one of the bumpers I put enter. Yeah, what's what's been really cool is like with the Steam Deck, it seems like if something doesn't work, there's like, three tricks and one of them yeah. will fix it yeah you know I, not, not to mention like trying all the different versions of proton which sometimes yeah. a random old one will work with a game and all the 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 controller configuration stuff is really amazing what you can do um on like a per game basis too which i think is pretty crazy so yeah i just love the steam deck one more reason to love it besides yeah actual steam game we actually but, got um, we got Lindsay one last night so we're two steam oh, yeah. deck household how's that going good well so i've been keeping an eye on like so I, she is a huge switch gamer you know mm-hmm. she kind of graduated from playing like free-to-play phone games to like mm-hmm. uh animal mm-hmm. crossing on the 3ds which then turned into kind of like her getting majorly in the switch right so yeah. um if you watch me play it and be like, oh man, that's way cooler. And I thought it was, and I was like, all right, well, mm-hmm. put an order in for you to get one, but it's going to take yeah. forever. Yeah. And um, I've been watching the, the prices on them have really been coming down on the um, like Facebook marketplace and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. they only paid a hundred dollars over retail, which still is still annoying, but could be worse. Could Considering they were selling for like double or more yeah. at one point, like, right. I don't know. I'm like selling reservations for double or more. Yeah. (laughs) And like when you consider like, well, I probably would have paid, you know, a lot of tax and everything else. Like it becomes like, you know, not too much of a premium. What's kind of annoying. Like the guy that we bought it from, I was like, um, I was like, oh man, like, why are you selling this? Like, I love mine. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't give mine up for anything. Mm -hmm. And he was like, oh, I just got it to resell. (laughs) And I was like, Uh... Like, man, can't you just lie to me and tell me like, oh, you know, I, I ordered six months ago and like I had a kid and, you know, I just like, yeah, I need the money and I didn't want to cancel yeah. the order and, you know, like yeah. all yeah. this stuff. Like, tell me something like that. Not like, uh, you know, lament not getting it soon enough to sell it for $2,000 or whatever. I was yeah, like, right. like, man, this is like, uh, I don't know. I, so that, that made sucks. it a little bit more annoying that I like paid a yeah. premium to someone that was like, yeah. literally kind of like the the scumbag reseller kind of yeah persona but that sucks so was it yeah. totally unopened and everything yeah new inbox yeah Sweet. not yeah not even taken out of the little plastic bag or... no flaws that you've noticed so far or anything like that no I set it up last you night read reddit and... and you'd feel like one and one in every three are like broken beyond repair yeah. but you also see, i see a lot of people on reddit that are like um 
he's so quick to want to RMA something. And they're like, oh, the, this game took a little too long to yeah, open. Yeah, like maybe yeah. I should well, send it back to Valve. <laughs> uh, pro tip, don't bother reading Reddit on most things. Yeah, that's pretty um, But yeah, no, I mean, it seems uh, it's really cool. And like the way that the Steam library sharing works between two of us is really cool. And nice. we got her, you know, it was like my friends had a bunch of just extra Steam codes from Humble Bundle around. And I picked yeah. up a couple of games on like those key resellers. So she's got like, all my games she has access to plus like a dozen stuff that she wanted to play for jeez you know 40 bucks total yeah. and keys you know cool so she's stoked oh yeah yeah this is probably nice. we're we're probably gonna do nothing but play steam deck this weekend so that's romantic yeah um good for her i'm glad that she's graduated from being the 3ds 3ds kid to uh to switch kid way to, up to, uh, to switch to steam. yeah what's next it's gonna be in get a VR headset or something. Yeah, I don't know. Like, like she really likes sitting on the couch playing stuff while watching TV. You know, so it's hard to imagine yeah, her me being too. like, I want a full blown gaming PC kind of thing. But, yeah, yeah. You know, I don't know. We'll see. Maybe you'll create a monster. Yeah, I hope not, because two gaming PCs is expensive. <laughs> um, I actually have I have some MiU Mini to talk about too, because. Uh, Remember, I think two weeks ago we talked about there was an update for it and I hadn't done it yet. Did you end up updating the software? No, and so also add to the list, mm. uh, Analog Pocket finally got oh, yeah. uh, an update and a jailbreak to add cores mm. onto it that can load ROMs from an SD card. Sweet. So have you dicked around with that at all? No, I've been... No. I've, I, I was out for four days last week and then That's catch true. up. Like I've not yeah, done anything I fun get it. that I wanted to. I'm <laughs> uh, curious to see how cool of a thing that whole quote-unquote jailbreak is from what i've seen from that video was just that a lot of stuff isn't added yet it's very much early mm -hmm. going so it might well, not even be worth dicking around with for a few months what, what's <clears> been <throat> interesting is reading the speculation from people that are kind of like looking at the specs of the analog pocket and then mm -hmm. also the specs of that uh mister thing which is kind of like the mm -hmm. open source yeah. uh hardware platform for like that uh fpga hardware emulation yeah. stuff then people are like man it almost kind of seems like the analog pocket is way faster than like what people have been building for mr stuff so yeah i mean i get my dock pretty soon i think ship soon anyway um be it'd be sick. kind of interesting play every system I know. basically like that's that's what i was thinking i was like god damn like if this thing like turns around to be like yeah. better than a mr setup and yeah like my six months or whatever of being kind of like down on it turns into like, actually this turned out to be like the coolest thing ever. Like I won't yeah. even know what to think about that. Yeah. I could see that being a very plausible scenario because um, you know, they, I thought it was interesting that this big update that they just released for it was um, I guess there's two FGPA modules in it or whatever you call it. Um, and a lot of people had known that for a while like a, beef, a beefier one and a smaller one. And people were like, oh, well, they'll probably give access to the smaller one for people that want to develop their own things or whatever. And they, I guess this update lets you utilize both or something like that. Because so a lot of people were like excited about that just for the potential of what you yeah, I mean, do. That's Basically the thing with is, the full hardware. So. Yeah, it, it seems like they, they went from being uh, like having no contact with anyone, no like external communication about anything to like, Oh, hey, we're just going to open the whole thing up. Do whatever you want. Here you go. Have fun. Yeah. Yeah. Which is like, yeah. oh, this is all anyone wanted, like from the get go. Yeah, right. You know, <laughs> yeah. 
so we'll yeah, see awesome. i need to spend i need to spend more time noodling it that that's going to be like a mm-hmm. whole day fuck around and i just haven't had a chance yet you know yeah yeah so what's um, so what's popping with the new miu mini firmware well yeah i finally updated to it um which i guess also, was probably i think a good I, thing. I, i've personally sold six of these things to people i know nice. i've hit a yeah. half dozen people that Dude, have bought they- it from they are like the i don't know it's a it's it's a trinket right it's like hard to not want a little baby game boy yeah. like that yeah um but yeah i uh updated the thing i think it's probably good i waited because there's been like a couple point releases since then and i guess there were some issues with the original one so turned out okay but yeah the new update is cool it's like um you can now hit the menu button when you're playing a game and it'll pull up like a, a switcher so you can go through like your last several like recent games if you want so if you want to bounce between games really easily that's a cool thing um and then uh there's some like you can adjust brightness from with right within the game with a hotkey press or whatever which is kind of cool um i don't know the the main thing for me is that you can do like a quick suspend with the power button Yeah, 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 yeah um or you can do like you always could and hold it down and it'll shut down the whole system or whatever um, so that's been super nice when you're playing and you just want to pop it off for a second, but not actually go through the whole charade of like reloading the game and stuff. Um, but I actually went through, um, that YouTuber I told you about a few weeks ago, retro breeze, yeah. um, has a bunch of videos on, on, um, getting the ports, the different ports to work, which I wasn't initially interested in, but I started to dick around with it and it's actually pretty cool. So I have like, you know, so what do you mean by ports? Too, and, oh, oh, well, like, <laughs> Doom, Wolfenstein, V, 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 and um, Cave Story it comes with it. It's just there because that's a freeware game or whatever. But um, and then uh, what was the other one? Oh, I don't have it on me. Um, but anyway, it's kind of fun getting those going. It's actually pretty straightforward and easy. And the thing I like about this guy's YouTube videos is that he has um, it'll be like four minute video that tells oh, you like, everything I you need to that. know to do something right, yeah. like. I hate clicking on something that's like, oh, I want to do this. And it's like an 18-minute video. And you're like, why is it this long? Um, it's all super like to the point or whatever. But really surprisingly fun. Like, obviously, I love like Doom and Wolfenstein and stuff like that. But there's something really cool about it running on such a tiny little screen. Um, and it runs super smooth and uh, plays really well. Same with like Duke nice. Nukem and, you know, whatever. So um, there's actually a the, the big firmware update added support for a bunch more games. Like now you can play Quake and stuff. I Quake might oh, be really, yeah, that, that might be, like a, be intense with a D pad. And <laughs> I don't know, right? Uh, I don't know if I would want to play, I, I might check it out, but um, yeah, they added oh, uh, Cannonball, which is um, which is uh, somebody like remade basically built from the ground up Outrun, the arcade Outrun. Oh, cool. Um, to have all like cool features like 60 frame per second support and um, widescreen support and stuff like that. Um, Cannonball is one of the ports that that feels right at home on the mini. Um, and uh, yeah, just a lot of fun things. So something to, if you have a mini out there and you haven't done any of this stuff, um, check out that guy's YouTube channel, Retro Breeze, uh, because he makes yeah. it really easy. And it's just like, you know, a couple hours of dicking around and getting, and getting it all working. And then the other thing he has a video on that I didn't, um initially think about too much is the pico 8 support and uh that thing i feel like that should that's like the pico 8 system right like i feel like when they envisioned pico 8 it was something like that in mind and um the games all run super well well a lot of them run well some of them don't but um you know the games are all free if you want and uh there's a million things out there 
it's sort of like um the the play date right it's like where do you yeah, start with pico I know, 8 stuff? I, I've, I've wanted to get into pico 8 for a while because i love the concept of like hey we're just going to make up like an imaginary system yeah and you make yeah. games for it you know yeah um, but i just haven't had a chance to yet yeah, yeah, I don't know, dude. I think that the Miu Mini V2 is going to be like my holiday gift of choice this year for yeah, I know for some right? people. Yeah, it's like, it's just like so good, and for like sixty yeah. bucks, I mean, it's like it's it's crazy the value that you get yeah. out of this thing, you know? Yeah, sixty bucks plus no. like a ten dollar micro SD card if you don't want to use the cheapy that it comes with, and yeah, you're off to the races. Totally, totally worth it. That's another reason I because uh, the 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 SD card I had available to use in it is 256 and that's like too big for mm -hmm. what you really need on that system. And it's not like I want every PlayStation game on there or anything like that. So um, I just had all this space that I haven't, I feel like with the steam deck, I'm really stingy because I don't want to use up too much space, but with this, I'm just like, whatever. That's why I haven't dicked around with box art yet, but I feel like, Oh yeah. I, don't no, know, I got the space a, for it. That's um, in a whole nother rabbit hole. Yeah. That I'm not willing to, <laughs> But yeah, that's why I was like, well, I'm not stressed on space. So I'm just going to throw some games on there. I even systems I don't normally play. I just put on there because it's the I, I dipped my toe into the box art scene and was just like, oh, no, this is <laughs> this is too much for me. You can get very overwhelmed. But I do like I, on the Steam Deck, I like being able to um, customize all the artwork for not only games you add, but any game ever. You can go through and change all your box arts yeah, yeah, for all yeah. your Steam games if you want it, which is kind of cool. And that Steam Grid DB <clears throat> website yeah. is... Uh, that's what Dude, I... <clears throat> so I, I added those Game Jolt games, right? Which are like not commercial games. And Steam Grid had art assets for those. And I was like, oh my God, like all sized properly for Steam and stuff. And so I think some of the more popular like indie games like that um, actually have, you know, stuff on steam grid that you can add them and everything looks perfect in steam now for those those random yeah, games so something to look into and i i've yet to fiddle with this but friends don't even tell me to get it is this thing called sgd boop which i guess you can get mm. on like mm -hmm. the the desktop mode you go into like the application finder thing or whatever so uh -huh. this apparently will add a button to steam to automatically pull that shit down <gasps> so you don't need to oh. do it automatically wow well, yeah i'll have to look into that yeah, SGD SGD boop. boop like Betty Boop. Hmm. I haven't, I haven't fucked with that, but I, 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 a lot of, I've seen a lot of chatter about it. So it's it's I you know once you start doing a few of them in a row, you it becomes routine on just like saving yeah. the artwork and yeah, adding yeah. it and stuff. But it would be nice to have it be a lot easier. Yeah. Um, that well, might be we... a curse actually, because then I would want to oh, do I every know. game ever. Infinite noodling, right? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. well, why don't we? Uh, I'm gonna take a break to get the uh, card crawl adventure ad in, and we'll we can switch gears to uh, some of the yes. mobile stuff going on this week. There's, yeah, there's yes. been Let's a see. lot. So, um, I, uh, I just realized right now, but um, I don't think I've ever had to say the card crawl developer's name out loud. So I hope I don't butcher his name. Arnold Rowers? Is that the, how you say it? Um, anyway, that is the main honcho behind Tunny Touch Tales and does all the card call and all the other games. Um, he specifically requested that we say this before we read the ad copy. Oh. So here goes. It says, hey, Jared. Hey, Eli. I'm a big fan of the podcast and have been listening since 2012. I wanted to support you in the podcast and hear Jared use his best advertisement voice to announce our new game. Cheers. So thanks, Arnold, for that. Shout out to you for being a longtime listener. It's 10, a 10 year, you're in the 10 Jeez. year club, I guess. 
Um, that's pretty cool. So here we go with my best advertisement as advertisement voice. Let's see if I screw this up or not. Card Crawl Adventure, our latest game combining Card Crawl's cozy tavern-based dungeon crawling with Card Thief's intense pathing puzzle mechanic is out now on the App Store and Google Play. Dive back into Card Crawl's extended universe by going on a new adventure, meeting old friends and new foes. The game is free to download and comes with a free base character. Additional characters are free to try and can be unlocked via IAP. Grab a beer and your sword. We're going on an adventure. Woohoo! I hope that sounded like a radio advertisement. I don't know. Top tier radio advertisement. I think you could go um, more like trailer voice guy. What is that guy's name? In a world where yeah. cards are crawling. Um, so that's awesome. Thank you, Arnold, aka Tiny Touchdowns, for sponsoring the show. And um, I was going to talk about Card Crawl Adventure anyway. Yeah, so that leads high on my list of. Uh... <laughs> leads nicely into our first. Uh, topic of of the week uh i actually i went back a couple weeks to see if i could dig up anything there wasn't a ton of stuff going on lately in in the mobile gaming world but um so yeah card crawl adventure available now um i had uh the original card crawl was out in 2015 which man that seems so long ago um was it really that, that long ago no yeah oh, I, I thought it was on. sooner than that but um, a really, really clever card card based game. And I'm not usually like a big card game person, but I do love solitaire games. And this is kind of a solitary sort of game. Um, but it's really kind of like, I think the thing that stuck out about it is that it's really simple and easy to understand, but has a lot of depth to it and strategy and stuff like that. Um, and so Card Crawl was a pretty big success. I know we had it on like our best games of the year lists and things like that um and then a couple years later uh he released a uh like a follow-up related sort of title called card thief yes. and so card thief did you play much card thief when it came out yeah i i, I like all this stuff and yeah the um i don't know which i like the most though I well, I'm still I new really, with Card Crawl Adventure, but previously I would always have said Card Crawl, the original, was my favorite, even though I liked all his later I games. Think, I think I like Miracle Merchant the best, maybe. Miracle Merchant's pretty rad. Um, but yeah, I, I Card Thief, um, one of the one of the knocks I remember against it was people were like, oh man, it's like a lot of info. It's like a lot more complicated than card crawl, which yeah. it is. Yeah. There's a lot more rules and things to worry about and stuff like that. But I also think that's one of the things that makes it really interesting. And um, so like just the quick overview of the game is that you have like a grid of cards and um, you can like line draw through them and you're trying to like make your way through the various cards and end up on like an exit card, right? Yeah, it's kind of, it's and, kind of like um, turning like a solitaire sort of mechanic into a dungeon crawl sort of thing by mm -hmm. working your way through like a dungeon deck, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And, and the thing that's really interesting about it to me is that like all the surrounding cards um, play a role in what you need to do. And so you need to worry about like the stealth is a really big mechanic, right? And so there's torch cards that light things up and all the cards around a torch card are, are lit. So you can like put out a torch card and then a guard can't see you because now you're in the shadows. And you know, there's like all this stuff that you can do to like manipulate your path through the cards on your way to the exit or whatever. Um, and something I really loved about it is that 
you can draw a path against all the cards that are out on the table at any given time and kind of see where things are going to go. And then you, you don't have to commit to that path, but so you can kind of back it up if you make like a move that you know is going to get you caught or killed or whatever um, and try again, like try a different path or try a different set of cards and see if that works out more in your favor or whatever. Um, I think that's the thing I always really loved about Card Thief is that you can like see ahead of time. There's a lot more planning as opposed to something like Card Crawl, which is um, pretty pretty typical like you know, do you have enough like weapon power to beat this enemy or do you need to refill your life with a potion card or, you know, whatever it's, it's a much simpler numbers game. Um, whereas card thief is like, man, there's so many aspects to every card on the table that you need to be worried about. Like what direction is the guard facing and where's mm-hmm. the torch and where's, you know, whatever. So I thought that was really cool. It's a much deeper game, I think, than card crawl for better or worse. I don't know if, 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 if you really, want something that's like a lot breezier i think card crawl is the answer but if you wanted something that's like a lot of thought needs to go into like pretty much every move that was card thief so um yeah i was kind of thinking like like the way to play these is to to start with card crawl and then like oh yeah once you kind of like get a hang of that move on to card thief and i think that's totally like if you aren't into these sorts of games like that's the that's the intro game for sure because it is so simple to pick up but you can it's like infinitely playable mm-hmm. um so you could just i i'll never get rid of card crawl regular um no matter what <laughs> what other games come out but yeah i just um i f- i feel like with this game i'm kind of like at that inflection point of like um i really like it and i'm like just mm-hmm. starting to kind of like really understand it you know like that's yeah. kind of I, I feel like with um with these sort of like obscure card games, there's like a kind of like a roller coaster of like go through the tutorial and like understand like the very basic mechanics and then start getting like some harder challenges that like you need yeah. to figure out and yeah. sort of like brute forcing through that to kind of like get to the point where you're like, oh, I get it now. Okay, cool. Yeah. I feel like yeah. I'm just like a little bit, uh, I'm very close to the, oh, I get it now epiphany that like, yeah, uh, all of these games um, kind of, have need have you have to go through you know yeah yeah i i I think card crawl the original is very much like oh i I get it and then you can you're off and running in like a Mm -hmm. few minutes which i think is pretty important for a mobile game but you know not all mobile games need to be that simplistic right like it's nice to have something meatier um and i think i got it took me a while with card thief too where i felt kind of bombarded at first like i just don't get what's going on i don't get why I got caught in that instance. Like, what did I do wrong or whatever? It took a while to kind of pick up on everything, which it probably should. That's not a bad thing. Oh, yeah. Um, no, I, I so, think that's... so Card Crawl Adventure, the newest game, is actually sort of like a combination of both. It's Card Crawl and Card Thief sort of combined. It's it's the path drawing of Card Thief, but with a more like one-on-one battling, dungeon crawling of, of Card Crawl. And um, same sort of thing. Like, I... I it, if you're really good at either of the previous games that you're not going to automatically be good at card call adventure. Cause it's totally its own thing again. Yeah. And I think one of the coolest things about all of tiny touch tales games is like, they are all like similar card based sort of roguelike games or whatever, but like each one of them is different enough that it's never like, Oh, I need to, re- I can replace this with the new game. Right. Like you right. can have them all and they all give you different experiences, which I think is cool. But so card crawl adventure is, is like, the same sort of deal, like your path drawing, you know, through the cards on the table, but um, 
way different sort of parameters than what's in Card Thief. And that's what I'm sort of trying to come to grips with. And, and when you play through the tutorial, it's definitely a lot of steps and it is a lot of information. Yeah, yeah. I would say like play, throw a lot play at through you. the tutorial, play a couple games and then maybe play the tutorial again. Because um, it is one of those games that I think you need to give it a little more time in the beginning. And and once you understand it, it's sort of like, it's same with Card Thief, really. You're like, it's actually not that complicated at all. And once yeah, you know the yeah, things, yeah. it just feels overwhelming at first. And I, I mean, think that's, that's especially yeah, that's true how for all a mobile these are. game. Like Slate yeah. Aspire, which has <clears throat> turned into like one of my favorite games. It was like, I, I remember the first time I played, I was like, I don't understand what, what? the fuck yeah, I'm supposed to be doing Too much here. going like, on. This is, yeah. yeah. But now I, you know, I've totally dominated that game in every way that I can because I played it so much you know <laughs> right and like where yeah. where I'm at with this game right now <clears throat> is like I understand the basic mechanics and mm -hmm. I'm trying to kind of like like so you can add cards to your deck fairly often mm -hmm. by like you know, visiting a merchant or like other stuff like through the, yeah. the dungeon unlocking a chest I think you're I don't remember if you get the, the selection from that or not but like or you just get something but um I'm I'm kind of at the point where I'm like trying to figure out the strategy of like okay so I get a choice of three cards but like mm -hmm. what is the best one to get yeah based on like I and that's kind of like just I, I don't know understanding of like what's in your deck to come or yeah like if you're supposed to I always to feel like when you're like, presented with that you're like I want the more HP of course right, or you right, know whatever right. But that's not always the case because sometimes you're like, well, this does a really unique thing right. that's really relevant to my current situation. Because so yeah, I, I mean, and they throw so much at you. And there's like a blocking mechanic, and there's like elemental mechanics, and there's bleed effects, and then like things that seem to stack on top of bleed effects. And there's just like, I, I just like, I understand how to like kill things and get to the exit, yeah. but not yet how to do that like extremely optimally to like get like a high you know, score yeah do like really well right <laughs> yeah. so no i'm with but you. that's cool it's, i mean that's that's mm -hmm. what's fun about these games is kind of like you know figuring out that kind of like emergent strategy because like yeah that was that was sort of the tipping point with um like slay the spires like once you kind of like mm -hmm. like really understand what you're supposed to be doing then it's like mm -hmm. smooth sailing and you can just like yeah. complete all achievements real quick and everything else yeah. and then um you know but like getting to that was kind of a a bit of a sort of like a, a puzzly kind of grind, which I like. And yeah. that's in this game is, is very, very similar. You know, I mean, that's sort of the way a lot of games should be though. Like you, you need to learn in the beginning, you need to practice a little bit and then things click and then you're off, you know, like mm -hmm. it's, it's probably, I don't think it's a prerequisite that you immediately understand the game and know exactly what to do yeah. or, or whatever. But <clears throat> you look at something like, like the original card crawl came out 2015, seven years ago. And that's still a game that's a go-to game on my phone. Oh, yeah. I still feel like I've not like mastered it. I've probably unlocked everything you can do. And, but you know, it, it, it's still a fun game every time you pick it up and play it, no matter how like good you get at it. Um, and so thinking about like this new game coming out and being like, it's like exciting, like, oh, cool. Like I can't yeah. wait to learn more. Well, because it's, it's it, a game I'm going to play for like yeah. years to come. And it's a, just a new <laughs> treadmill of stuff to unlock, you know, and work yeah, towards and yeah, stuff. Which is always know? good. Um, um, and I can't uh, just overall for this developer's games, can't say enough things about like the presentation and stuff. It's so good. Like oh, the, yeah. the animations, the way everything is so fluid and the way everything moves and interacts together. It's just like, man, I kind of want to like play an adventure game set in this universe, you know, because like yeah. they, they've over the years throughout the games have created like all these characters that are like recurring and you get yeah. a little bit of dialogue and stuff, but I feel like there's, you know, potential to like just abandon the card stuff entirely yeah. And do like some other thing that is just like very 
I don't know, like an adventure kind of centric or. Well, I joked when I first posted the trailer for card crawl adventure, I joked, I was like, it's a new game in the card crawl extended universe <laughs> because it kind of feels that way because yeah. all the games have little elements that like call back to the others and yeah. the same sort of characters and stuff like that. So like, I'm with you, like, uh, like a first person dungeon crawler or something like that would be super cool. But, uh, <clears throat> yeah, anyway, that's card crawl adventure. Really, really good. Another, um, unique thing about it is that it's free and uh that um, initially worried me i was like oh man like free but um i guess uh all his games have been free i used to think that they would co they cost yeah money. i don't they existed in my head <laughs> so i don't know if that was a later games, change or something but... like that but they're they're all just like free to try and then you download like a premium unlock type thing um this one in particular uh card crawl adventure is like free with like one character class and then you can buy more character classes and stuff like that. I think that's how like most that. of so the other ones works is like, it's free to play. And, but if you want to buy more stuff, you can. Yeah, but it's I, like I, never in your face or really anything like that. Or yeah. Um, although I don't, I don't know if there's ever stopping. I mean, I've always bought stuff pretty early, you know, so I don't know if there's like an actual stopping same point. Same here. That's, <clears throat> I, cause I swear in my memory, I'm like, these were premium games, right? They're like $5 games, but I don't know if that was actually the case. I think it's just that I, immediately buy the unlock yeah. for games that i know yeah. i'm gonna like but um this one actually has a bunch of different classes you can buy they're a dollar each um and then you can also unlock like a weekly um tavern crawl for a dollar which seems kind of cool but like i actually haven't unlocked anything in this yet because i've just been started playing or whatever um so i'm sort of curious to like play through the free part and see mm -hmm. what you get um, yeah i haven't no uh, doubt same like I, I haven't i haven't hit any point where it feels like i need to buy something like, i know what i yeah. can buy and i'm like oh yeah definitely get around to playing the other classes in this but i don't like you know it's not yeah like that's always lot, you know a lot of i think that's like a like, nice give me fucking money now you piece of shit yeah, you know? right well i think that's a nice point to break into like paid content right it's like here's the whole game it's free with this one character but like character classes change up how a game plays so much that it's mm -hmm. like okay, once I feel like I'm really comfortable or I want something new, I can just throw a buck and get a different character class and it's like yeah. changes the whole game. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, it's a good way to do it, I think. But um, yeah. So anyway, Card Crawl Adventure, it's free. Go download it. Go download all of Tiny Touch Tales games because you can't really go wrong. But um, yeah, check out yeah, Miracle Merchant if you haven't. That's that's my favorite one. Yeah, Miracle Merchant is really cool. I don't know. Maybe I'm just it, I Yeah, it's definitely a little bit easier, I would say. Not as much strategy or, or whatever to kind of figure out but um yeah i seriously i looking at his library in the uh itunes is like there's not a game in here i don't like they're yeah. all solid yeah. they all live in one folder for tiny touch tales so <laughs> <laughs> anywho um moving on to a few of the stories from the last couple of weeks um this is kind of a weird one. Uh, Backbone One, which the Backbone controller, I have one and I swear by it. And I know everyone seems that it seems like that's weird because do you remember when the Backbone first launched and it was like all these influencers were talking yeah, about how amazing very, and what a game changer it was. Launch, like yeah. And I remember talking with like, you know, in our, our group chat and stuff, it was just like, man, this feels really like gross. Like the, all these like it felt, influencers. Yeah, it, it felt what's really so like, different about this controller yeah, than yeah. any other controller that's out there. It seemed really um, disingenuous because like, you know, you had all these influencers that 
were like the exact kind of people that had like sponsored content for raid shadow legends and would like caveat with like all right well i gotta play raid now tune out if you you know sorry (laughs) kind of thing you know like apologizing for it to like totally oh my god like mobile gaming is the best fucking way to do it and like holy shit like i just made this controller or i'm in cahoots with this controller and this is the best thing ever and like of course everyone's playing games on their phone and you know like yeah and then like i don't remember who it was like TechCrunch or someone else who like posted this like just really weird article that was like mobile gaming is here guys like yeah it finally has arrived thanks to the backbone controller yeah yeah. and it's like Um, what is going on here yeah so i i remember feeling like weirded out by that when it first launched but um i actually they sent one to us and i became a convert and so is it like above and beyond just using an Xbox or PlayStation controller with a clip or whatever? Not really, but I can say the thing I love about it the most is that it has a direct lightning connector and it's really easy to slip in and out. And man, that means a lot when you don't have to like make sure you can tr- connect your controller. Yeah. When you yeah, can just slip of- it in and it's ready to go. That's like a, a big thing for me because I'm always like, I'd like to play this with the controller, but I don't really want to get my clip out. And then wasn't there some, and some blah, weirdness blah, blah, blah. with like the very first one though, and that like they released it like just before the new iPhone came out, and the new iPhone didn't fit in it. Or am the I la- last year's new iPhone, the large one did not fit, and they had to, you can actually they'll send you like an adapter that makes it work or whatever. Mm-hmm. But the camera bump was too big, uh, um, so it didn't fit in there properly or whatever. Yeah, but... see, that's like what always kind of like makes me raise my eyebrow with like these kind of. Yeah, you know, again, seated in the phone. Yeah, like I've, you know, I've heard really good things about. It. I don't need to say anything bad about the backbone, but yeah. like a hundred bucks for a controller that like might not even work with the next iPhone. That's true. Like I a, mean, a big ask when like you can just pair a PS4 controller, buy a you know a three dollar clip on Amazon. True, and have that's you know, you know, and I I say that that's totally valid, but I also have that set up and rarely would use it. Yeah. And I use my backbone all the time. And I think it's an ease of use type thing. Oh, um, yeah, I don't, I don't. If, if I just... got a phone that didn't fit in it, I would be super bummed because I use it that much now. But yeah. like, um, it's also, you know, we, we've covered controllers for a really long time. And it's always been like, man, this thing costs a hundred dollars. And it feels like the cheapest third party controller mm-hmm. I've ever used in my life. Yeah. Um, whereas the backbone feels like really good quality, great button feel and all that good stuff the sticks are reasonably good and and whatever feels like a, a quality thing and then it has um the backbone app is like really really good like i'm not into like sharing clips and recording stuff and having a bunch of friends online and stuff like that i don't care about that but you can do all that through the backbone app which is cool but the thing i like most about it is that it's a collection of controller games so if i like want to play a game on a controller but i'm not sure which ones have support, like the app is a really good place to go to find something to play. Or if you have a game that does support controllers that's not in the app, you can like add it to the app. And so really the Backbone app becomes like my little like recently played controller game. So if I want to play on controller for a while, I have a selection of games I can just go to without digging through folders on my phone and stuff like that. So like that's the things that I think set it apart from a regular controller not going to have like above and beyond amazing experience over just a regular console controller and a clip. But for me, those little things, I, they sent me one, but if I had bought one for a hundred bucks, I'd feel like it was worth it. Um, so anyway, all so that would you is to say, say that hmm. the backbone controller backed by Mr. Beast and Nade shot 
could yeah. finally crack <laughs> mobile gaming. I uh, mobile gaming has arrived. Would you and, say and that it is a watershed moment for mobile gaming? Kind of like, yeah, I think video games as a whole have changed just for the better now with this. Mm. And um, just waiting for the day that Xbox and PlayStation go out of business, because why would you want to game on anything except uh, a smartphone and a backbone? Is what um, I'm would you say that the celebrity lineup of Mr. Beast, Preston, Quebble Cop, Typical Gamer, Night Media, Nade Shot, Ludlow Adventures, and Ashton Kutcher uh oh, he's one of the investors would, of it i think uh signal a company that is serious about social and mobile gaming to you i uh i only know like two of those people on that list but yeah that's a big reason why i like the backbone wow there you go so anyway yeah, I, I just pulled up the tech article <laughs> I was like so weird like <laughs> it was really weird when it first came out which sucks because like i said like i think it is a good product i think there's a lot of standout features about it that you can talk about genuinely without feeling like it's a weird paid shill situation but you say it's a must have for any mobile gamer that actually wants to be competitive i mean if you're a capital g gamer then obviously you need to have one but um but so yeah it's it's so this week they came up with a new model that um is it first of all backing up when cloud gaming for xbox launched they partnered with backbone and it was like a backbone was the official controller of cloud gaming on xbox or whatever yeah and so you'd buy a, a new backbone controller and it came with like a three-month game pass card and you know whatever um i don't it wasn't like full-on branded with xbox stuff but it was basically like this is the official controller for xbox cloud gaming well so now sony playstation uh, they've launched a sony playstation version of the backbone which is fine it's kind of weird because the the physical controller hasn't changed at all except the color so it's a white controller I, I think there's a black one too but you can get a white one that looks like a white ps5 controller and has the x uh you know the cross the square triangle circle buttons like a playstation does it does not have symmetrical analog sticks yeah, like that's, a playstation that seemed, controller would i feel like that would be me. yeah the whole thing that strikes me as weird about this is like so it's just a different color but and you're yeah. calling it playstation like it doesn't necessarily do anything playstation specific it's, it doesn't you look do like it even has stuff on like the old backbone controller playstation branding on it either does it other than like the face just buttons the buttons having the... and um yeah it's it's well maybe there's something on the back or something like that mm -hmm. i didn't really look but like it just seems weird to me and also because playstation doesn't really have a cloud gaming thing like it made sense with xbox where it's like hey well you have remote play cloud gaming. locally right yeah they have remote play which i mean that's fine too but it's also weird that you can play <laughs> you can play game pass on with the playstation controller on yeah. your phone with this i don't know it just seems weird to me but it looks awesome like if you wanted cool, a man. white white controller it looks great um i just thought it was weird that the tie-in doesn't make total sense to me but um yeah i guess ps remote play and just having the the proper buttons the bummer thing is that like the majority like very few games on mobile that support controllers have button prompts choices like you want it to show xbox buttons or you want it to show playstation buttons right mm -hmm. majority of them show xbox only because like x input is a standard well, I think, and stuff like that i think it's more that 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 was like the the mfi controller standard layout too i don't think it's necessarily mm -hmm. showing xbox controls as much as showing the the standard right. mfi which layout, the same which is yeah, yeah it's the same yeah but like certain games do take that in consideration and it, and it knows if you're connected to a, a playstation controller or an xbox controller and if you're on a playstation controller it shows you Oh, press square to do this instead of press Y or X yeah, or whatever. Yeah. 
So, um, so yeah, I don't know if that'll be kind of weird playing games that don't match up with the controller with the buttons on this new controller or not. I feel like it's not that big a deal to deal with, but you know, I don't know. It's a thing. Um, but anyway, same price, hundred bucks for the PlayStation version. Um, does not come with an Xbox Game Pass three month trial. <laughs> just not yeah. surprisingly. Um, I just think it would have been a cool opportunity to do something like the symmetrical analog. Yeah, ma- like really like, lean oh, into it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a PlayStation thing, you know, like um, but anyway, if you haven't got a backbone yet, I I do highly recommend them. They are a little pricey, but honestly, compared to some of the junky MFI controllers we bought that were hundred bucks over the years. Yeah. This one is, is is at least feels like it's worth uh, a premium. Yeah, I don't know. It just uh, what gives me pause if you don't have one yet. Is like we're so close to like likely the next iPhone reveal. Totally, I like know. It, I'm worried about that. I think it would be worth kind of like you know, unless you just want one and you're not going to upgrade your phone or whatever. But if you're an annual phone upgrader, like it might be worth kind of like seeing what happens with I that. I think. Well, last year had a bigger bump that obviously threw problems in with this thing but then i think they've been talking about this year's phone has an even bigger bump so at least the pro pro yeah pro phone so and potentially like there's been rumors about it like finally having USB-C and stuff at which point like the lightning connector wouldn't work yeah. or would need some other weird adapter yeah. or yeah i don't know that's i think that's fair pause, but wait wait and see approach is fine but i do think if you do end up getting a controller this is one of the ones to get um i love mine i'll just say that much Anywho, moving on. Um, so the the Paco guys, Tree Men Games, that make all the different Paco games, uh, have a new one coming out, and um, it's kind of cool. They do they've done a few different like spinoffs of the Paco like theme, I guess. Um, and this one is probably the most different spinoff that I've seen. It's called Paco Highway, and it's actually like a behind the back like yeah, highway this, racing game. This feels like a quote unquote like real racing game. Instead yeah, well, of it's like a weird isometric, not that it was bad, but it's just like very different. Yeah, there are other games are more like survival games, right? And this kind of is too, but it's like a checkpoint race or like Outrun or something where it's like you got to get to the next point to get more time to keep going. But I believe it's just endless. I don't think there's like, you know, uh, specific tracks that you get to the end of or anything like that. Um, but what's cool about it is it's got a little bit of burnout sort of like influence in that... Um, you have a boost and you you build up your boost by doing like near misses with the other traffic. And then once you have the full boost bar, you can turn it on and then you can just like plow through cars. Yeah. And um, it reminds it me of um, burnout. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like the early burnout games where it was like yeah. you had those modes where it was like you were I don't remember, remember how it worked. Like you were chaining your boost based on like knocking out other cars or yeah, something yeah. like that. <clears throat> well, they they specifically said um it was a love letter to PS2 era racing games. So that mm. that checks out yeah, when I look at the trailer. But um, love all the Paco games. Love these developers games. And um, this one's actually in early access on Android. Um, so if you have Android, you can play it right now. Um, also on PC, you can go to the Tree Men's uh, itch.io page to check out an early version of it or whatever. No release date set or anything like that. It will come to iOS, but... Um, Check it out early if you have a PC or I guess I have PC now, but um, or an Android phone and uh, definitely looking forward to it. So always good to see new games from those guys. And then uh, I want to highlight Mikhail put together a really cool um, 
list of the best upcoming switch games in 2022 and uh it's kind of funny. This is such a McHale slanted list of games. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but if you were just curious about what's coming out this year, um, definitely worth checking out that No Man's Sky Switch edition. Man, I am curious how that thing's going to yeah, be. Yeah, that's because because uh, there's some points on even the Steam Deck where it chugs, you know, like when mm-hmm. you're kind of like switching, like when you take it off from a planet, yeah. it's like loading back into space, like your frame rate just dies. And it's really like, I think, a needs a lot of tweaking type of game and i can't imagine i mean isn't the switch's hardware like older than no man's sky <laughs> like, well i wonder if it's gonna be like like the witcher 3 where it's like okay yeah like it's playable on this but it's like it's like playing on the pc with like every slider turned down as low as it right. can go and it's just like the worst way yeah to play yeah. that game i can't imagine it not being that right but i would be you know happy to be proven wrong i guess but um yeah, I don't know. I, I I thought it was funny because so Blake, who used to work for Touch Arcade, is one of the co-founders of Touch Arcade, is like the biggest No Man's Sky person ever, right? He's been written about on like websites and stuff because back in the day, he actually spent four grand on a PC just to run No Man's Sky yeah. at like max settings. And, you know, uh, he's just like very, very, very heavy into it, like as into something as somebody can be. He's into No Man's Sky. And um and it's funny because when the Steam Deck first got announced and it got announced like, oh, we're going to add Steam Deck support to No Man's Sky and all this stuff. I know he was like waffling on should I order one or not um, and eventually decided not to because it got announced for Switch. That actually changed his mind from getting a Steam Deck um, because he's just going to play the Switch version anyway because he already has that a Switch. Seems, that seems wacky to me. I feel like somebody that spends four grand on a PC just for one game is not going to be satisfied with how this game ends up running on the switch, um, but maybe I could be wrong. So I don't know. And, uh, you know, whatever we'll see, but, um, yeah, no man's sky is on there. And then, uh, TMNT, the Cowabunga collection is coming out this year too. I actually think this month, but, um, since we were talking about Ninja Turtles before, um, I'm pretty jazzed for this too. I don't know. Do you care about the Ninja Turtle games at all? Uh, I mean, yeah, but I have so many other games that I want to play that like, yeah, I don't know. Uh, The uh... it's like this, this to me exists in like the orbit of I will buy this on a Steam sale for five dollars and probably never play it, you know, (laughs) Um, that's fair. But I one of the things I thought was really interesting about this collection is that um, I can't think of really much that you wouldn't want added to it. And I think it's pretty impressive mm-hmm. the games they were able to get for it. And so it's like the two main um, Ninja Turtles arcade games and then the Nintendo, the original Nintendo Turtles game that's not a beat-em-up. It's like the super hard uh, slash overhead game slash side-scrolling platformer, just painful to play game. <laughs> um, and then there's the NES version of the arcade game. Um, and then there's the NES exclusive ninja turtles 3 game which i think is pretty sweet um it's got all three game boy games and then it has the genesis game super nintendo game um and then has ninja turtles tournament fighters all three versions of that so super nintendo genesis and nes uh the interesting thing about those games is that i was i had the super nintendo version back in the day and i loved it i loved it um all three of those games are wildly different it wasn't like you know 
Genesis and Super Nintendo would get like the same game and it would be like slightly different. Yeah. These are like full blown different games, different characters, different everything. And same with the NES version. That's a game that shouldn't even be on the NES. Uh, so just pretty interesting. Like not that you can't play all of these games through a m- number of different ways very easily. Um, but I think it'll be cool to have them all in one collection. I actually think I'll probably pick this up. Yeah. Um, because same thing with like Street Fighter collections. I always end up buying those or the Capcom beat em up collection stuff. I just think it's nice to have it in the official capacity. Yeah, I, just... I really liked all the Castlevania collections and stuff. Like, yeah, particularly like, I, I like like what gets me to buy these is like and again, you know, as you mentioned, like I have a fucking stack of emulator things I can all play all these games. Right. right? But I like right. I like how it's like um it's like buying the dvd that has all like the the second disc of nothing but kind of like special features and stuff yeah like that that yeah. that to me is i like that stuff too. worth the money like i i don't look at yeah. it as buying the games because i own the originals and can emulate right. them a million ways but like i can't yeah. buy like the concept art galleries right. and stuff like all yeah, the other yeah, yeah. really cool stuff you know? that's that's really interesting yeah or if they throw in like new achievements or stuff like that that wasn't in these old games, it's like mm. a new reason to play through and new stuff to to achieve, which is pretty cool. So, but anyway, um, lots of good games coming out for the Switch. I'm excited for Splatoon three and Bayonetta three. Those are the ones that I care about. Bayonetta, I really need to play. Oh man, um, so good. That's so what everyone good. says. I've never played any of them, and I think I have both. On They're so Steam, stupid. Actually so stupid and so over the top it's just uh, just so much fun like it's just like you know the the situations that that game puts you in is just like how are we how are we fighting on the side of a rocket that's like blasting (laughs) off into space you know just like stuff like that and that's not even like the craziest it just gets uh, i don't know it's really cool we just had a discussion with me and my buddy about fast and furious and how ridiculous the later movies got or whatever it sounds like maybe that type yeah, of thing really really um, good and i never got into splatoon i don't know if three is a good time i really to like splatoon do it. as well like i i wish that they like i want to play splatoon with a keyboard and mouse like i want to play splatoon on my pc hmm. because like Interesting. um i don't know i just I, I i really like the mechanic of it but just i don't really like how it controls on the switch because like the game mm-hmm. to do well in the game you have to use the um like the like the game kind of assumes that you're going to use like the gyro aiming for your like your mm-hmm. fine fine tuning of your aim and like that's yeah. like very very vital for using like the sniper mm-hmm. rifle and stuff like that and yeah. i just have never been able to like wrap my head around how to use like the gyro aiming really well okay um, interesting because yeah. it, it like seems like the game wants you to like use like use the two joysticks but then like when you zoom in or you're targeting yeah. Yeah. like your precise movement is done with the the tilting and like i don't my i've just never been able to wrap my head around that yeah that's maybe fair. Just old and stupid which is possible too but that's also very likely possible yeah anyway a bunch of good games coming out for switch still so something to keep an eye on um this was kind of a big story uh this week the world of warcraft mobile game has apparently been canceled according to a report from bloomberg who has some inside sources um it's kind of weird right that this has been this, I just I don't see I, I don't even know if like a World of Warcraft game like ever really existed outside of a whiteboard somewhere, you know, like well, I don't know. The according to this report, it's been in the works for three years. And I so I don't know if I believe that. The reason it is being canceled, apparently, is that Blizzard and NetEase, who's like their partner in this, 
couldn't come to terms on some one of the financing matters about it so they just axed the whole thing i don't know if i believe that either right to me um but it also seems strange to me that you have world of warcraft um this was going to be an mmo but it wasn't going to be the main game it wasn't going to be connected to it at all it's going to be its own thing just for mobile which that makes sense to me in some senses like diablo right or whatever but like something like wow it's like why wouldn't you have it why wouldn't you have it be like runescape where it's just oh like yeah yeah you, exactly. the, yeah, client the client and whatever platform you're playing it on it's the same yeah. client and all your stuff's tied together or whatever um i feel like if that was the case that was a a bad direction for it to go yeah um so i don't know i don't know how much of this is true or whatever um like you said i don't know if there was actually anything tangible created for this game <laughs> yeah but um apparently it is canceled now unless bloomberg is lying which they have done before so take it all with a grain of salt yeah i mean um, I, it also wouldn't surprise me if like you know wow the wow client always existed on like the ipad or whatever as just like some yeah. side project and like they just never liked how the experience was or the controls were you know because like yeah blizzard is not a company that like at least in my opinion, is, is not a company that releases something that's like, well, this is shitty, but, um, you know, Let's I guess put it out there wanna, anyway, because we put three years of work yeah, into it. If you like, want to yeah. deal with it, like, you know, have fun kind of thing. Like, because, I mean, don't get me wrong, like the RuneScape mobile stuff, like it's really cool that you can play a full-blown MMO on your phone. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, when I've fiddled around with it, it's like really hard to imagine you doing much more than like, okay, well, I'm just going to complete some tasks real quick and, you know, yeah. some simple stuff, but like, I'm not going to like, this not like, I'm not going to go through a dungeon on my phone kind of thing, you know? Yeah. And I think that, that wow would be, be very similar. And it really wouldn't surprise me if like, they just kind of never were able to like really crack the controls of, yeah of this. And then just kind of were like, well, let's, I don't know. Let's not, let's do something yeah. else kind of thing. Like, yeah. Um, I could totally see that too. Because God, dude, when you, when you're like a high level character in WoW, like end game, doing end game stuff, like it's like playing a church organ sometimes with like yeah, the amount of. You can't fumble around on a touch screen. <laughs> yeah. Like the amount of ability. I mean, you wouldn't even be able to fit the amount of buttons that just like the yeah. default World of Warcraft UI yeah. allows you to put out yeah. for your abilities and stuff. So, yeah. That makes I don't sense know, to me. It's always been really strange that they haven't done more with kind of like the kind of like companion app side of things you know yeah, like i know um because you know there was that thing for a while that kind of allowed you to interface with the auction house i don't know if that's still mm-hmm. around at all or not mm, i don't remember but but, but it, it does always, seem like a missed opportunity yeah like let me see if that's because i i definitely had that on my phone for a while like allowed you to like check on your auctions and other stuff like but that yeah. was like a decade ago yeah and it's like every wild WoW player has a phone or something that they could like jump into and do some character customization or whatever, you know, like just something yeah, so they're affiliated still, with the game. Still the wow companion. It's got a 2.4 rating and it's still getting updated. So I don't, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's, I don't know. Anyway. Um, so yeah. Wow. Game for mobile apparently canceled. I don't know. We'll see what ends up happening with that. And then, uh, well, I, I wonder how much of that just kind of like got turned into like, hey, we can, we can't, we just can't make work while work. Let's do something else with yeah. that IP. And that just became Arclight Rumble. And, and then wow, just kind of got left on the cutting room floor, you know? Yeah. No, I agree. Um, anywho, <clears throat> sorry, <clears throat> family's leaving. Had to say bye, family. Um, 
last thing I had to talk about this week was uh, more for your benefit because I know you love this game. Oh, Papers, um, please. Papers, please came out on iPhone. It's a free update to the iPad version. And um, it's kind of cool because we didn't know that uh, this was even being worked on. It was sort of like a surprise thing. It was like, oh, yeah, hey, this is surprising. It's like, coming out for phone and it's coming out next week. So here you go. Yeah. And the iPad version has been out for so long that it seemed like people yeah. like forgot that it existed. You know, like it, I saw yeah. a lot of people around this, like acting like this was like the first time the game has been on mobile. And I was like, no, it's been out forever. It's just a universal yeah. update, basically. Well, um, it's it shows too like how limiting it is when games are iPad only, I think, mm-hmm. because you know, there's some hardcore people out there that are like the iPads, their gaming machine. But I feel like a ton of people that have iPads aren't really using them for playing games that much. Um, I mean, I compared use to, to watch like Netflix an iPhone and play yeah, right. Magic Arena, you know, that's about yeah. it. <laughs> so um, the other cool thing about this, though, is that it is like seemingly completely reworked for the smaller phone screen, which is a very good thing because you couldn't have just shrunk down the iPad version, I don't think. Yeah. I, I but, like um, the the portrait portrait mode makes a lot of yeah. sense for the way that the game is played. Yeah, totally, totally. Um, yeah, I like everything about this, and I like it was really cool that it was a free update. It didn't need to be right. Yeah, um, no. so yeah, yeah. Like I I was wondering like when this um, you know because I've I've had papers. I mean, I beat I've played the game so many times that it just kind of like exists as like a really good game that I tell everyone they should play. That I don't really have mm-hmm. a lot of drive to like replay. Right. Um, and I was like, oh shit, is this getting like a Netflix re-release? Or like that was that was yeah. my original sort of like <laughs> right like thing, you know, because they yeah. they've been scooped like it kind of exists in the same um uh, in the same part of my brain as like the other games that they've been putting out, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, yeah, I could see that free free having update. been the case. Surprising. But... Yeah, nice. So if you've never paid played played papers, please, because you didn't have an iPad, now you have no excuse. And it looks like it's what eight bucks. That's that's a deal. Yeah. A and what's cool pretty... is there's there's a lot of different endings of yeah. um of the game, you know. Um, and that's that's really, really cool. It gives you a lot of replay value of like, you know, because there are like kind of decisions of like, you know, what you do as your border patrol officer that have you know cascading effects on the rest of the game and stuff like that. So um it's worth it's worth looking into what you I I would play it like play it once and then kind of like play it again like making opposite decisions to what you've made yeah and then if you and then maybe from there if you're not like there's there's a few like very obvious points where it's like oh this is a diverging path that I'm like choosing and Mm -hmm. there's a few of those you know so like you could you probably do without spoiling anything like I don't know two or three times but then it's probably worth looking into a guide of being like oh okay what do I need to do to like you know, see the other endings and, and stuff yeah. like that. That's where it's not, this is not coming up for me on the iPhone app store. If I search for it, which is interesting. It comes up for me. Does it? Papers, please. I feel like, um, man, how's the app store so bad sometimes? If I, cause I think it actually might be $5. It might be on sale right now, but I can't I tell typed, because nothing's working right. If I type papers, please, it doesn't come up. If I type papers, comma, please, I get a knockoff game as the first one that comes out. <laughs> Beautiful. The app store, everybody. Hooray. Let's see if I put like uh, quotes around it. Oh, yeah, it is actually on sale, $4.99. Cool. Okay, so if, if you put, if you do qu- wrap it in quotes, papers, comma, please, the first thing is a knockoff airport security <laughs> game. 
and then papers grade, please. Yeah, I saw that And one. then papers, please. <laughs> wow. That's brutal. Man, how's the App Store so bad? Still so bad. But anyway, five bucks. So it's on sale. Uh, well worth a fiver to play through this one. Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah, I have uh, an embarrassing amount of Papers, Please merch and stuff too. I think I have like every <laughs> t-shirt they ever made and like... <laughs> Yeah, all this other because it was like really tasteful merch too. Like I really like yeah. um, video game stuff that's like subtle, you know, where it's like mm-hmm. if other people play the game, as you wear like, oh, I I, I know that insignia or that logo or whatever, right. yeah, but yeah. it's not, you know, like um, yeah, yeah, you know, what I'm talking about where some just a big logo shirt. or something. Yeah, you know? yeah, or just a giant shirt with like Mario's face on it or you know, like yeah. other stuff like yeah. that. You know? Yeah. Sweet. Well, that's all I had to talk about. You got anything else on your? mind i i haven't played any play date this week so i don't know if uh uh no i've been um yeah you've been too busy so anxious to play more no man's sky this weekend um yeah and i really want to uh, figure out uh what parallel universe i need to visit my life to uh find time to play through uh live a live or live alive or whatever it is on the switch oh, did you buy like, it no i haven't bought it yet but like mm. god like everyone everyone that's like on the same wavelength of me as far as like game tastes are concerned that's all they talk about are like yeah. dude this this is it like this is amazing like you really? I, I yeah so i don't know we'll, we'll see. see yeah see if you get around to it too much stuff to do not enough time that's the the story of my life well, the particular like the problem is you know like i can play games like stray all day long where it's like five mm-hmm. hour experience cool yeah. done amazing slap yeah. it on the butt send it out like we're yeah, done right. with this game but yeah. like, it just seems like such a commitment to like dive into a big JRPG. Yeah. <laughs> of course I say that as I'm playing a truly infinite, endless, stupid space right. game that some people have played for years. True. So, Very true. No, no yeah. zero consistency in the way my stupid brain works, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe I'm, I'm going to try. I would, I've been meaning to sideload some of those like third-party playdate games too, to kind of check some of the ones out that were recommended um that we talked about a couple weeks ago so maybe we'll have some play date discussion next week but uh yeah i think that's it we can wrap things up uh thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode and as always you can help us out by visiting patreon.com forward slash touch arcade or uh doing your amazon shopping through toucharcade.com forward slash amazon and as always you can send us an email at podcast at toucharcade.com for any reason at all just to say hi or just to say whatever um, thanks to Ray for sending an email in this week, actually two weeks ago. Um, and also thanks again to Tiny Touch Tales for sponsoring this week's episode. Everybody go check out Card Crawl Adventure, the newest game, and then check out all the other Tiny Touch Tales games while you're at it because they're all good. So yeah. with all that said, thanks again for listening and we'll be back with another episode of the Touch Arcade Show next week. See ya. <laughs>